Hey guys, I have a podcast that I think you'll really enjoy. Proof, the investigative true crime podcast co-hosted by Susan Simpson of Undisclosed and Jacinda Davis of Evil Lives Here is releasing its highly anticipated second season where they investigate the murder of 18-year-old Renee Ramos. The first season, which if you haven't listened to yet, you totally should, saw the release of two Georgia men serving life sentences for murdering their friend, Brian Bowling. And thanks to evidence unearthed by proof, on December 8th, 2022, both Daryl Lee Clark and Kane Joshua Story were finally freed after 25 years behind bars. With that same investigative drive, Susan and Jacinda are on the case again, and this time, they are on the streets of Manteca, California, to find out who really killed Renee Ramos. In proof, murder at the warehouse, you hear how, on June 5th, 2000, Renee's body was found buried beneath a pile of debris inside a new Home Depot building. And how, despite tips hinting at alternate suspects, her boyfriend, 18-year-old Jake Silva, and 33-year-old Ty Lopez were arrested and convicted of her murder. Fans of true crime and investigative series won't want to miss this riveting new season. Follow the case as Susan and Jacinda uncover long-overlooked evidence about what really happened to Renee by listening to Proof, Murder at the Warehouse, wherever you get your podcasts. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. Arrived, we found the telephone we and the electricity line. Described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. The brain can make strange connections when it comes to placing blame. On October 22, 1995, a man was arrested for murdering six homosexual men because, according to him, they cost him the life of his unborn child. So, if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Gary Ray Bowles, born January 25, 1962, grew up with a slew of abusive stepfathers. At age 13, after injuring one of these men in self-defense, he left his mother's home and began living his life earning money through sex work. In 1982, he was arrested for beating and sexually assaulting his girlfriend and was sentenced to six years in prison. Shortly after his release in 1991, he was arrested and convicted again for the robbery and theft of an elderly woman's purse. He was released after two years. On March 15, 1994, in Daytona Beach, Florida, Bull switched up his crimes and killed his first known victim. John Hardy Roberts, 59, had offered Gary a place to live who thanked him by strangling the man to death and stealing his credit cards. He was considered a suspect early in the investigation after his fingerprints and probation records were found at the scene of the crime. Instead of lying low, Gary Bowles killed another four men over the course of six months. It is believed that, with all of these men, he would meet them at gay bars, promise sexual favors for room and board, live with them for a short while, and then strangle them to death and steal their money and credit cards. 
On April 14th, while in Maryland, he strangled 38-year-old David Jarman before stealing his cards, money, and car and fleeing the scene. He then moved to Savannah, Georgia, where he killed 72-year-old Milton Bradley. He was found dead on a golf course near his home, gagged and strangled. Next came 47-year-old Alverson Carter Jr. in Atlanta, and then 38-year-old Albert Morrison in Hilliard, Florida on June 13th. This body, however, was found beaten and strangled like the other bodies, but also shot with a shotgun. After each victim, despite already being a suspect, he would move on and remain one step ahead of police. In July of 1994, the murders were profiled on America's Most Wanted. One of Gary's many roommates at the time called police stating that they saw his picture on TV. When police arrived, they found a tanned and mustached Gary Bowles, who looked so different that the police let him go, thinking they had the wrong man. On November 18th, a woman named Belinda was celebrating her birthday when she noticed her brother, Walter Jamil Hinton, had not called her like he promised. She sent her fiancé to check on him and found that Walter's car was gone and no one seemed to be at his residence. Then, Walter missed work. After a few days passed, the couple broke into his home to check to see if he was okay. What they found was Walter's brutally beaten body under a mound of blankets. They immediately called police. He had been beaten with a stepping stone, five ribs broken, and abrasions from a fight between him and his attacker. However, his official cause of death was asphyxiation. They also found that he had been dead for three days. Police were able to connect Bowles to the murder via witnesses. He was a house guest of Walters, and despite using the name Timothy Whitfield, the sketch matched. He was finally found and arrested for another crime on October 22, 1995, in Jacksonville Beach. After interrogation, he revealed his identity and that he was responsible for six murders. According to Bowles, after his 1991 release from prison, his girlfriend got pregnant and had an abortion after she learned that he was a sex worker. So, he began blaming the abortion and loss of his child on the gay men he was sleeping with. According to him, this is what led him to murder those men. In May of 1996, Gary Bowles pleaded guilty to the murder of Walter Hinton and received the death penalty. He later pleaded guilty to the other murders and was found guilty of three other counts. His death sentences for these were overturned after the Florida Supreme Court determined that the court made a mistake in allowing the jury to hear that he hated homosexuals and that the victims were, in fact, gay. He was given a new sentence hearing in 1999 with the same results. Gary Bowles was executed on August 22, 1999 via lethal injection. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on October 23rd. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime-obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy-to-listen-to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. 
so make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again, and have a wonderful day.